Absolute Radio. Good morning, Chloe. Hello. Do you recognise this? Oh, do I? <laughs> it's from the private life of pets. <laughs> oh, yes. And it's actually called Meet the Pets, that particular track. Here I am. Yeah. You should uh, come on stage to that. Be a great, be great music to walk on to. How many people do you think would get that, Frank? Four. Four. <laughs> Four? Well, that makes it yeah. worth it then, doesn't Life, it? Lifetime or? Yeah. I, I do stuff that four people don't get in an audience. Yeah. <laughs> four I regard as a sort of borderline hit. <laughs> so, um, here we are. It's week... What is it? 19 of the Edinburgh Festival? It's so yes. tiring. They said it would be over by Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was World War One. Oh. You fool. <laughs> now, it's still uh, tremendous. I'm still seeing shows. I'm liking it. But my yes. family came up this week and I remembered what was back home and that was... That was bad. Yeah. You're supposed to forget about that and think you're some solitary figure who's never really got close to anyone when you're up here. What do you think is, like, the peak time that the Edinburgh Fringe should be? Um, well, I... Depends who you are, I think. I think mm. if you don't have family back home, I think it could just be all the year round. Yeah, um, there's also a part of me that's like, we should all come up, do five minutes and then go home. <laughs> <laughs> Our whole year should be judged on whether we can do a tight five. Off we pop. Well, I've never, <laughs> Back to done, London. I've never done a tight five in my life. <laughs> Have you not? No, I can't do a tight five. I try and I do a tight eight. It's barely enough time to introduce yourself, really. I've but... seen American comics and I've been on shows and the producers come on and said, uh, actually, we're running a bit tight, so I know you're booked for um, ten, but could you do about eight and a half? And I've thought, oh, well, what's the difference? <laughs> and I've seen American comics go on and do eight and a half. It's, yeah. They are so professional. And, of course, when I say professional... I mean rubbish. Which <laughs> <laughs> is use L I U. Because if you can do that, you have no soul. It's <laughs> my theory. And if you come off stage having just done a gig, the last thing you want is for someone to go, gosh, that was professional. <laughs> yeah, gosh, that <laughs> was exactly gosh, the right you time. time. <laughs> yeah, I want I want my response mainly from the audience, not from a timekeeper. Yeah, yeah, from a, from an umpire. Yeah, that's no good. So, um, yeah, but I'm still. Uh, I I had. I tell you what I did this week. I went out for um, a, a bubble tea. <laughs> oh, Frank. Oh, I love bubble tea. Do you? Oh God, yes. God, I, well, this feels like a real sort of mixture of the the high the high culture and the low. I'm not going to say which way round. I think you and bubble tea are in terms <laughs> of high and low culture. Okay. I can't imagine you with those bubbles in mm. your mouth. Well, I don't think of them as bubbles. I think of them as space dumplings. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> There's something about the texture of them which I think is pretty unique. Yes. And just the feeling of them in a, in rows coming up the straw. <laughs> oh, like sort of peas in a moving pot. Oh, man. There's so many of them as well. They don't skimp on yeah. the bubbles, do they? No, that's good, though. I tell you what, that was very annoying. I went to a place, um, a, a cafe. They're all over Edinburgh. They're called um, Black Sheep Coffee. Oh, I think yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And they put ice, a lot of ice, in the bubble tea. And then there are pockets in the ice where there are space dumplings trapped that you yes. can't... I felt like a shepherd on a rocky hillside who couldn't get some, some of his sheep because yeah. <laughs> they'd gone onto ledges which I couldn't reach. I love this for you, though. I didn't have you down. It's almost like the sort of um, like orange juice with bits for the modern metrosexual man. I'm mm. very impressed with this, Frank. Well, it's, I think it's less healthy than orange juice with bits. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if the bits should be made by some sort of machine. Yes, or if they're made of pudding. I, I think it's... it's, it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a flavour um, dash texture um, thrill. The yeah. whole, the whole thing. More of bubble tea because I had a bubble tea incident. Oh no! <laughs> the best of Frank Skinner.
Absolute Radio. Where was it? Oh, yes, I was having a, a bubble tea. Mm. And, um, <laughs> oh, we have to establish what flavour. Well, they're, they're a bit limited in black sheep coffee. I normally go... When I go to my dentist, across mm. the road there is a bubbleology. <laughs> yes. And in bubbleology, um, you, <laughs> Two choices you, you have, can yeah. really go to town. I yes. find if you go strawberry and passion fruit, you can create a sunset in a plastic cup. <laughs> well, a sort of a, a sunset blotted out by hundreds of alien crafts. Well, exactly. If you can imagine that happening. <laughs> yeah. Frank, exactly. Is it like you have one flavour in the main body of liquid and then a second subsidiary flavour within the bubbles? Well, if you are gentle with your <laughs> straw work, Yes, and I you can maintain the separation between your two uh, your two components, you which re- I love. If you don't pierce, well, if you're one of these people who goes in like some people, they you know they yeah they're roughing up the space dumplings with their yeah. What? So you can sort of disturb the structural integrity of the space dumpling within before it's even hit your mouth. Yeah. Oh, I don't like that. Well, <laughs> that's only done by fools. <laughs> I don't like ice generally, by the way. In, no. I never have ice in drinks, ever. I don't like it. it they're just It's just dilution pellets. Yes. And pre- I don't... Uh, pre- previously... Uh, uh, bef- previously <laughs> on the Frank Skinner show? Before shows in Edinburgh, I have to oh. keep emphasising to the sort of venue staff that I'm, I'm not asking for a pint of water for, for pleasure. No, I just need it's lubrication. To, I need yeah. to hydrate myself. Yeah, exactly. The ice is a barrier to that. Oh, ice on stage—that's a nightmare. Don't yeah. mention it ever again. The thing is with ice, because it's one of those things where you know you're being fooled as well. When someone mm. says, "Here's a big glass of drink," and there's a loads of ice in, and that is what we're they supposed say. to think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what they say to me in a sort of a "Here's a big glass of drink." It's just a trouble with grey. Get it down. You pop your napkin down your front. <laughs> And it's um, no, but you know those trick drinks where mm. Benny Hill used to drink a pint of beer and then another pint of beer. Yeah. And in fact, there's only a, a bit around the, the outside. Oh, yeah, yes, where, yes, where yes. you feel it. That's what happens when you put ice in a drink. You're basically giving you a trick glass yeah. that's got no liquid in it, hardly. Anyway, my family had just arrived. Um, Kath, my partner, and my son Boz, and we. It was an emotional moment, but. I don't know if you've ever had family arrive when you're up here, but you feel like you've been invaded a bit mm. because you've become a solitary outsider figure, or I have. And yeah. suddenly there's like a domestic thing going on. But I'm thinking, no, it's great to see them. And we went, we went and we had a bubble tea. And Buzz, I don't know, he got one space dumpling that <laughs> was a bit of an irregular diameter. Yeah. And it got a bit wedged in his straw. <laughs> so in trying to shift it, he did a sort of a um, Amazonian tribesman um, blowpipe. <laughs> he did one of those. And it, it couldn't have been better. It hit me in my right eye. And it really hurt. I went down. I basically, my elbows touched the table. And it really hurt. And I sort of did a melodramatic, ah! which everyone looked at. Yeah. And he was, like, mortified. Yeah. My partner, um, for some reason, covered her whole face with her hands and seemed to be sh- um, shaking, I think, with heavy laughter. Yes. Um, and what you don't know, listener at home, is that um, Frank's eye has been dislodged and it now ju- <laughs> is just a space dumpling. <laughs> it's a tiny well, when I, felt, I felt the empty casing sliding down my chin and I thought, that is that the space dumpling or my now empty? eyeball <laughs> uh, with um, vitreous and aqueous humour sliding yes. down with it. What about that? Yeah. Oh, I did like that. Yeah, but um, oh, I'll tell you what it did. Because of the sugar in a space dumpling, it stuck. It literally stuck my contact lens to my eye and I couldn't get it out. <laughs> it was a fabulous shot. It did all the damage required. But uh, then he started crying because I was upset and I started crying because there was a smash dumpling in my eye. And Kat started crying because she was laughing so much. Absolute Radio. The best of Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Follow us on X. 
and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email via Frank at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk. Will I ever be able to say X without putting it in inverted commas in some way by my tone? No. Okay. Also, they haven't thought of... You can't... I mean, obviously, we can call it X, but what's tweeting? Is it Xing? I don't don't like the sound of that, if so. No, Xing sounds like... uh, Sounds like doxing. Mm, I don't know what that means. They've tried to change it yeah, to posting. Yeah, explain doxing. Posting. Oh, doxing. Yeah, he doesn't know doxing, tell him. Doxing is when you reveal <laughs> someone's personal information online in yes. a malicious attempt to get nutters to show up at their house. Oh, okay. wow. That's doxing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that sounds horrible. <laughs> I like the very miss- meek, frightened way yeah. <laughs> you, you took that, you absorbed that information. Okay. I miss the simple age <laughs> of the poison pen letter. Yes, yeah. The green ink. Oh, man. Remember the green ink, Frank? Green ink. Well, that was always a sign. Oh, yeah, they used to say that was a sign of it, that you were someone troubles. Slightly was unhinged, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. They only sold green ink to people with... Uh, Incredibly, sort of a vicious personality. Well, it? I do use green ink because I, yes, uh, I've got I've got one of those um, four colour pens, yeah. of course, <laughs> and it's a shame not to use the green. <laughs> have to tell you, I was um, I don't have to tell you, but I'm about to. I was in um, what's the name of that uh, place? Is it Smiggles? Is that what it's called? Uh, You'll have to narrow yeah. down your. Uh, Is it a station? Is that what it's called? Is it Scribbler? I, I turned to the producer who's just <laughs> laughing at me inanely. You've, you've said that place, and that's all we have to go it's, a, it's Smiggle. The Smiggle shop is like a sort of Japanese stationery type place. What? You get a nice bento box. No? What? Not Muji. Smiggles. Smiggle, yeah. Are you sure? I'm confident. I've got an eight colour. I'm calling it my octo pen. Eight. You know, normally they have four colours, the ones that you slide up and down. I've got one with eight at the Smiggle shop. Okay, strange. This is strange flat. This is doing like a radio show, Doctor Seuss. No, um, I mean it. One of the colours. Get this. One of the the biro colours. We're still on this. Okay. On my Smiggle pen is yellow. When am I going to write in yellow to anyone? Oh, to the mayor of Squigglestown or whatever. <laughs> Maybe if I was to complain about the flavour of a lemon drizzle cake <laughs> and I wanted to make a subliminal message. Or if you were to accuse someone of cowardice, maybe. Yes, oh. yes, it'd, it'd be a good one of those if you, if you haven't got a white feather to hand. Yeah. Frank, is, are you sure? And I mean, I say this with deep, immense love and respect. <laughs> Are you sure the store is called Smiggles? I well, that um, I'm not sure of anything. <laughs> this is this in is, the world. This is like a parliamentary uh, inquiry. I are you I sure? I have a pen that has the word Smiggle on it, which I bought from a shop which had several other Smiggle what products. Could you, you produce the pen for the committee, sir? What are you playing at? <laughs> Let me be perfectly clear. Is there or is there not? A free stinking day. <laughs> um, no. Um, well, look, I can't it's wait a lovely to go pen. to Smiggles. It's a fat barreled eight-colour Smiggle pen. That's what I've got. Oh, I love that Queen song. Yeah. Can you... If you could tell me where I would find a Smiggles... Whoville. I, well, look... <laughs> Whoville, where all the who's left. I can't... You're I don't know why this now. is so unbelievable. It just sounds... When I said I hadn't heard of uh, Wilco's the other week, you laughed at me. We've only got Smiggles around where I live. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But because you haven't heard of Smiggles, that's all right. Yeah, you buy yellow pens, bento boxes. Do they... Or do, Frank, what do they sell other than... It's just the yellow pens and the bento boxes. No, they've got other... Those kind of, you know... Um, <laughs> related uh, station related, well, what's related clips, to that, sweetheart. Yes, multicolored clips and okay. erasers and all that. Okay. It's a lovely shop. The bento boxes are a work of art. Was it they very are peaceful, fabulous. You know what they shop. are? Did you feel like you were blissed out and sleeping? I or? liked it in there. And yeah. the pen. You know how I got excited <laughs> about a four-colour pen? An yes. eight-colour pen is, honestly, oh. it's an extravaganza. Try this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I think you were hypnotised by Paul McKenna. You're going into Schmiggle. You'll see. There'll be pe- uh, some of our readers. Some of our readers will be Schmiggle regulars. <laughs> the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank, without further ado, um, Pierre we, and we, I. We apologise. We owe you an apology. I thought there'd be a man with a bugle pen would, would turn up. Would turn up. This is Frank Skinner, MBE, on Absolute Radio. Accepted Uh, with great humility. (laughs) Thank you. As anticipated. Thank you for making this so easy. Yes. Can I say, I've had two texts, one Mm. from my son that says, it's called Smiggle, with Smiggle in block capitals. Didn't like me calling it Smiggles. And from Sandy Mason, my mother-in-law, Smiggle. Hyphen. Yes, we had one in Cheltenham at one time. Oh. I, you don't hear much smiggle nostalgia, but there you have a, a bit. I like at one time. Yeah, how old is smiggle? <laughs> Apparently. Can you not talk about Sandy Mason like that? Don't call her smiggle. <laughs> so what's that? Go on. Well, the outside world, I mean, Twitter ex- X exploded. In X exploded. X, X exploded. Yeah. Uh, it's an Australian chain and it's real, says Bill Russell. <laughs> yeah. Which is very. Um, Come on. I can't believe Peter what, Pan. what kind of a lie would it be well, to invent we, I think we thought it was more of a mistake than a lie. I see. <laughs> and then Zionism, <laughs> actually. <Yeah. laughs> All right. Rebecca Hume. Yes, Smiggle is real. I'll vouch for you. And it's lovely. And Rebecca also continues, entering Smiggle with two young girls is like the seventh circle of hell. I'm so glad my local one closed. Oh. I'm afraid, you know, but we do have balancing that out. Uh, the majority of people seem to be huge Smiggle fans, yes. like yourself. Ultra Magnus oh. says, sorry, Pierre, I was just going to say, points out Smiggle because it's halfway between a smile and a giggle. Oh, mm. that does make me hate them. Ah. <laughs> it's an awful, that shows awful you thing a to lovely do. Light. Yeah, smiggle. With you, it's halfway between a smirk and a niggle. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, of contempt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's my reaction. Um, you... Although I looked at their website now, and um, collectible character goo is only two pounds. So yeah. that's a very good deal on collectible character is goo. Is it? I tell you, should we go there? What about had, the I'm octopen? Sh- now? Well, I'm just shocked to discover how much I've been overpaying for my collectible character goo. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone bought a bento? <laughs> I don't know where you're getting bento boxes. I thought you meant with food in. No, no, oh, to take to school. That's why I thought I you'd lost Smiggle. your mind. Smiggle is in the same family as Tiger or whatever it's called. Yeah, well, Do it's, you know I think it's a bit cooler than Tiger. Oh, I thought you were you. saying. I thought you a were bit saying. Cooler than Tiger. I thought you were saying you had found a stationery shop that sold bento boxes, as in the food. No, no. So I thought, what kind of mad... terrible misunderstanding. What sort of mad Muji sushi shop combo... No, niche so chain if your you child wants to take a, a, a Japanese-themed... Um, lunchbox. Lunchbox, then they can uh, whip out the bento. Uh, OK. And me? Smiggle, I notice, has a sort of slight Fraggle Rock uh, font... Yes. It's a lovely, cutesy, warm place to be. Mm. And a fat little pen with eight colours. I mean, let's not forget that. That's why I, <laughs> that's what that was my moment in there. <laughs> that was my moment, everybody. <laughs> that was my or as that that terrible Andrew Lloyd Webber Eurovision. <laughs> my time, it's my time. Apparently not. <laughs> this is the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, Ruth Jordan yes. has been in touch, Pierre, hasn't she? She has. What does she say? Uh, well, she's on edge waiting for your review of Frank's show and adds in, how much of a git will Frank be if it includes notes? I don't know what she means by that. With what oh. I would call the grimace emoji. Oh, an awkward teeth bared, like a frightened chimp grimace emoji. Do you know, yeah. I, I spend a great deal of time googling 
emojis to see what they mean because the I get sent them the all codes. the time yeah, yeah. and I think these young and they'll send them with the confidence of these youths the way they'll just slip the emoji on the end and I end up taking a screenshot enlarging it and looking at the teeth, the structure of the emoji, to see what does that expression mean? So you do a sort of airport face scan. I do. I go forensic. I take the emoji into the incident room. See, I don't... I'm such... Um, I hardly ever get an emoji. I don't do get. Not? I don't get um, communications from the young. I'm, I'm one of the few... I'm, uh, I'm one of the few grey-haired celebrities. Oh <laughs> um, no, so what I don't... So, so I don't... Um, I only know the most basic of emojis. I, Smiley face. No, yeah, but the, the grimacy ones get confusing, Pierre. Yes, context I get, is key. I get, you know, thumbs up, that kind of mm. emoji. I don't... Um, I've never seen um, one that remorse, for example, expressed in an emoji. Well, there's one which really confused me, which is sort of blushing eyes. I mean, it was all... It's, blushing yes, eyes? It, the eyes look to be blushing. There's yeah. a part here. No, the eyes look to be welling up with emotion, and I couldn't work out... Is oh, this the sort of big shiny eyes one? Yes. What does that mean? Like a sort of begging... That's the high puppy. fever emoji. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but I mean, it ceases to be. Um, uh, the idea is that it makes communication very quick and yes, can um, compact. Mm. So if if it's sort of vague, I think it's just for adding tone now. It's what I'm saying a... is, should one get ambiguity from an emoji? So hold it. We've just had the the fez has just gone up. We never got round. I'm glad. I, look, I, you know. Are you getting worried? I mean, if about you like it, I'll get embarrassed, and if you don't, I'll I'll experience grief. So okay. can I just tell you when I came into work this morning, I saw a pub closed down, and someone had spray painted on the wall. He's gone to Norway. <laughs> 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 if only life could always be that. I feel like I know the whole story now, what's gone on there. Yeah. Great. Now, well done, that person. <laughs> the best of Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Oh, me taters and me fresh fried fish. You can have a little if you wish. You can have it on a plate or on a dish or in a little bit of paper. Yes, it's Cockney Week on... Um, Musical Week Absolute What's your favourite vend or cry? One I've missed uh, since COVID is Evening Standard. Yes. Do you still get that? I haven't seen them. Oh. Now, the one I used to, used to be a man of any stem. Yeah. And he steadily got it down. I must have done it a long time, and it's steadily distilled it. To a sort of bird-like cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. A sort of waterfowl. Yeah. I, I, though, I once encountered a sort of operatic guy like that in uh, Oxford Circus. What Evening standard. Like he was really. Oh, yeah. Yeah, was Is it great. like the Go Compare Man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope not. I hope he didn't have like some bloke who isn't him dressed up who we don't really not interested in who sat next to him and made remarks. <laughs> <laughs> They've really killed the Go Compare ads. They've turned him into a celeb. I like the concept of them killing them. Like prior have. to that, what you think they were? I thought worthy. they were pretty good when he used to just sing, and yeah. now, now. I don't want to go backstage <laughs> with the girl compared, man. Are you suggesting they've sold out, Frank? Whoever thought what... The, you know what these adverts need? We need a sort of making-of yeah. element. Really? I think when an, a company an, uh, gets an advert that uh, resonates, they're so astonished that they finally managed to get through to the public that yeah. they just go, right, this until the end of the world. <laughs> we cannot afford to not have this. Well, I wonder if they tried to get rid of him. If they tried to... He tried to leave and and he said, I'll have to be on there on myself is the only way. Yeah. You know, so they can see the real me. Imaginary scenarios that they go compare. <laughs> no, but there was a bit when they first switched it, he said, like, you know, I am actually a, a really opera singer. And they yeah. showed a picture of him singing at the Albert Hall. I thought that was a contractual yeah. thing. <laughs> I think that you see the same thing with the meerkat. Well, well look, that's a whole other thing. Well, Everyone oh, wants a meerkat. 
Yeah, but they were the meerkat now. They've gone, oh, he's got a friend who's a, a shark who's from Botswana. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. No, no, what, what they'll have is the meerkat will be with the meerkat, but the meerkat with no costume saying, of course, I actually do hunt and live life in the wild. Meerkat you know? with a cigarette. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I do eat beetles for real. <laughs> you know, yes, I mean, this is just, you know, an act. I always thing. think it should be played absolutely straight, love. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! You know what? It was it was transfer deadline day yesterday, and yeah. I thought for the first time <laughs> it finally <laughs> struck me, and it took years. I actually they, they announced a transfer, and I actually said out loud, "How much?" Because <laughs> <laughs> when you stand back from it, there are average players going for like. Fifteen million pounds. It is I the know. part of football I understand the least. What the transfer window? No, the amount of money. Oh, I know. I don't understand how it can possibly be good value. Who's got? Where's it come from? I don't it know. should be Eight taken from them by force and distributed <laughs> to the poor. <laughs> it's absolutely insane. Oh, yeah, we're buying that. Oh, he's only thirty-four million pounds. Just stand back from that figure for a second and think what it would do to your community. <laughs> <laughs> You're oh. saying there should be a sort of nineteen seventeen Winter Palace moment when I'd, it comes to. Yeah, I think we should just remember what thirty-four million <laughs> quid actually yeah, yeah. is. It's it's not Monopoly. There's someone's actually doing it. I don't know. I don't know where it comes from. You, you all both have to explain to me. Well, know. I don't. Well, don't go knocking at our door. We got a Chinese billionaire who um, doesn't have any money apparently. Oh, oh yeah. I've got to come by now. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, I saw them listed somewhere. I was. Uh, where was I? I was somewhere uh, like Abingdon and they were listed on the Coming Soon. The, the Wurzels. Yeah. Are they from Birmingham? No, oh, they're I... the most Bristol band oh, that oh. ever existed. Who are? Who are? Oh, sorry, from... I thought he was lost on me. <laughs> they sang about cider and... And, uh, <laughs> and, yeah, and, and, and farm vehicles. Did you just think regional life? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the regions. <laughs> capital <laughs> T, capital R. <laughs> So Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Do you remember last week we were talking about char- uh, characters not seen on screen, so referred to on screen but never seen? Yes. Um, I think we referred to um, her indoors was, was one of mm. the ones. Maris she, from Frasier. Yes. Well, that was your one. Yes. <laughs> I didn't know that. No, we didn't really know that, but we let it go. Um, she who must be obeyed. From Rompole uh, of the Bailey. Although we were widely disagreed with on that. Well, we were. She was seen doing washing up and, and chatting to him a few times. Oh, OK. Well, I missed that episode. Me lad. Well, <laughs> well we've also had through um, some other examples. Graham Hill has been in touch. Dirty Gertie from number 30. Right. Um, which was Basil Brush, is that right? Yes. I got mixed up. I thought it was Larry Grayson. Larry Grayson had, used to refer to Slack Alice, <laughs> who was uh, a woman, <laughs> and his friend Everard, if you remember. Did he have a friend? Well, yes. Oh. That's what we called them in the 70s. <laughs> uh, and that was Everard, yes. I love the idea of a... Spe- they used to call it... Well, my aunt, uh, who's... I think Twee would be a good way to describe her. Oh. And I remember her saying to my sister once when she was dating, and, and at the age where my aunt felt uncomfortable, she didn't know how to refer to their relationship, they were living together, and she said, Is Ziggy still your best friend? Ah. Best friend. Oh, best friend. I um I moved in with a woman and my parents, being good Catholics, never acknowledged that it was happening at all. <laughs> refused to um even refer to it. <laughs> and then she said to me, um, one day that my dad took her to one side and said, uh, never let him leave the house without a clean handkerchief. <laughs> <laughs> and then that was when it was first acknowledged. <laughs> My handkerchief. <laughs> <laughs> sort of semaphore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, in terms of other not on screen but referred to, Dermot has got in touch. Kath and Buzz. <laughs> Unseen, oh. but oh. very, very important characters in the show. Well, that is a good well, point. Well. That okay. is a very good point. Mm. Uh, and, and also, um, Emil. 
just came in. Yes. It, was, it did the show previous to us. And he said, now we're going to remember the name of this, someone from Chocolvision, Dan the... Van. Dan the van. Dan the van. Mm. From Chocolate yeah, Vision. Dutch, yeah, Dutch character. <laughs> Dan the fan. <laughs> Dan the van. Yeah. Um, yes, which I, I didn't. I don't know if I ever saw Chocolate Vision, but I had a very good friend who used to write for Chocolate Vision. Mm. Some of my best friends did as well. Well, you wouldn't... Have, she was, you know, sort of very cool, what is slightly goth type... One. What is it, Chuckle Vision? You know, the Chuckle Brothers. It was their oh, show. Is that the, I to me, to you. That. What yeah. is Chuckle? Who is Gaza? I don't. Oh, come on, that's hardly the same thing. <laughs> I think Chuckle Vision is part was of it? British culture. Is it? I'm very aware of Chuckle Vision. Was it on ITV? Oh, okay. No one knows what it was on. What about when he was, was on? BBC. What was he on? Fans only, or whatever that thing is called. <laughs> Cameo. Only fans. <laughs> only he fans. wasn't on a. The Chuckle Brothers aren't on Only Fans. <laughs> no. <laughs> he was on one of those. Frank, they <laughs> haven't got an Only Fans. To me, to you. <laughs> I found a month. Yeah. If you want to find out more yeah. from me to you, yeah, and I see. will be sending it directly from me to you. Uh, yeah. Don't worry about yeah. that. <laughs> oh, I've dropped a big chandelier. Yeah. <laughs> I've got stuff in a ladder. Yes, but no. <laughs> Chlamydia from me to oh you. You to me. No. No. I think they changed their surname slightly as well. <laughs> Absolute Radio. The best of Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Here's a thing, here's a funny thing, lady. <laughs> I went into a... Um, this is another Edinburgh reminiscence, even though it was two weeks oh. ago, but I forgot to tell you last week. There's a big um, sweet shop that's called something like the Cavalcade of Candy or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Might not be that. Mr Wizpop's Fabulous Treats. <laughs> exactly. That sort of thing. And it's just sweets. And I yeah. went in there um, with my child and I said... Uh, Oh, I said, smell them sweets. It does make you feel like I might get some pick and mix or something. And um, I then went in a couple of days later, but uh, uh, towards the end of the evening when there was less people, and I saw the guy... Um, Strange thing to do with your evening. Yeah. <laughs> it's a sweet shop. Yeah, it's about <laughs> eight o'clock. <laughs> and... Uh, um, somebody, uh, they said, can you turn the, turn the machine up a bit to one of the guys? And he went over and he turned this machine up and he went like... <sighs> and I realised it was the sweet smell. Oh. It was actually a machine pumping it out. To, I, no. And I'd fallen, I'd been drawn in by the lovely oh. smell of sweets and it was some synthetic... Oh. They lured you in as not well. Synthetic, not like those sweets. <laughs> no, no, but at least the organic, eat. own natural. Yeah. You can't eat the machine. No, that's true. That's I've got a t-shirt with that on. Mm-hmm. It's a good band name. Yeah. Um, Mr. Fra- Mr. Frank Skinner. Yeah. Whilst we're on the subject, you're going to call me Mr. Frank then, like because <laughs> the basil brush, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, a, like, like a loyal retainer. Yeah. Mr. Oh, Mr. Frank. Frank. Well, in many ways. By the way, Mr. Frank. <laughs> yeah. Go on. Go on, Miss Emily. Well, whilst we're on the subject mm. of sweet things, yeah. um, I would like to send my gratitude to Anne from Tunnock's Tea Cakes. I'm so happy there's still people called Anne. Yes. Mm. Yeah. I met Anne with oh, the yeah. producer... On a delayed train... With her producer or yours? No, ours. Okay. On a train from Edinburgh. We were stuck on a train for about uh, ten hours. Oh. No bathroom breaks for Ray. No, yeah. Oh, what does a dog do on a train for ten hours? That's classified. That's between me and my fellow passengers. (laughs) Okay. Uh, But we met a charming lady, Frank, who worked for Tunnock's. Tonics is the uh, tea cake manufacturers, Scottish, I believe. Yes. In fact, I know they're Scottish because I did a TV series for a Scottish company and they sent me a sort of Tonics gift basket, which was very nice. I believe she worked for, it's a family business, Sir Archibald Boyd (laughs) Tonic. Is what I believe his full name Archie Tonic, he was at school. (laughs) Fantastic. Was he in the Beano? Oh, he must have been. And uh, she sent us, well, 
I mean, you've already got stuck into the bucket hats. Quite yes, right. I can't wear. I'd love a bucket hat that fit me. Um, I see the England cricket team in bucket hats, um, and they look so cool. But as pointing out, I actually need because my head is so big. I need a literal bucket, <laughs> and it doesn't look so good. <laughs> um, an actual bucket. So um, although you get a chin strap, which you don't get with the uh, the bucket hat. Um, that's so, true. In high winds, you'd be safer. And we've also got... But they are lovely. Do you know what I liked is when the, the trolley came round, she saw the caramel wafers, the Tungus caramel wafers, and Anne went, oh, there they are. Oh, <laughs> lovely. A company woman. Yeah. There they were because they're not here this morning. Because Can we say we're not sponsored by tonics? No. It's just an act of human kindness. They've not kindness. paid us anything. No, well, they've given us free tonics. They, get, they did give and us some particularly delicious milk chocolate <laughs> ones. And then what happened to those, Frank? Well, the producer decided she was having them for herself, even though you'd done all the talking on the train. You'd made peace. I think you were the one who uh, provided the glass beads by way of trade. <laughs> and... Um, and then the producer took the milk chocolate, which, as we all know, is better than dark chocolate. I disagree. Um, do you? I do. Now, I'll tell you a little story after oh, this yeah. break, okay. which will blow your mind. <laughs> <laughs> but she actually stole them. Away. We never saw them. Well, I had to find it out as well. I no. took a pun, didn't I, Frank? Great interrogation. It was very Columbo. How it did was. I do the interrogation? It was good. You said, oh, it's odd we don't have any milk chocolate ones. It's almost like, I bet they're in the producer's cupboard, at, at which point the producer went red. Yeah. <laughs> you got out your cigar. My, my wife's a big fan of ton of tea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I could yeah. just get a just, sample. Just, just one, just one more, more thing. thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> did you have any milk chocolate? Uh, Seems, seems strange that the most common yeah. type would not yeah, be in Just one thing nagging at me. It's just dark chocolate. Is that all they do, Tonics? <laughs> the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We were mm. discussing magic tricks. And we were talking. <laughs> Don't tell about people that. The... It's not very good for the brand. No. Discussing magic. No. But you you did, frankly, a very good impression of that moment where someone presents whatever it is, the, the kind of <laughs> a, obviously a, plastic a dove flowers. Or a car yeah, or a car. Yeah. And uh Emily, The doves are real. Jeremy. The doves are real. Yeah. We can say that. Mm. Emily, you made the noise of, that people make when that sort of happens. Hey, that's hey. <laughs> <laughs> and I did think, if you're doing actual magic, the last thing you want, you want gasps, don't you? Yeah, you, know, you want do. that sort of, hey, there it is. I am, I think I <laughs> <Awful>. am. <laughs> there aren't many things I think I'm in, the best at, but I'm the one of the best magic audiences you could have. I really do go, oh, coming from behind the ear. I mean, I get so excited by certainly close-up magic particularly. Do you, do you like mm. magic, Frank? Oh, yeah. I like watching it. Oh, I didn't it. know that about you. Yeah? Okay. Do, why do you think I'm wearing a brocade <laughs> waistcoat? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> don't worry, I'm not. Don't switch off. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, yes. Hey, listen, speaking of magic, sort of-ish, uh, I visited um, um, my sister-in-law, etc., and her family at a posh hotel this week that they were staying at. Lovely it was, and we went for dinner there. And my son said, can I bring the projector I bought from Lidl? Oh. I said, uh, oh, sure. <laughs> so, um, How large was the projector? Oh, it's quite, it's, it's from Lidl. <laughs> I didn't know Lidl so, did projectors. Sorry, that doesn't oh, yeah. answer my question. Well, it's a Lidl projector. Oh, <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, um, so yes, you didn't know Lidl did projectors. No, did, well, did Tesco do a sort of... Light displays or something. I, this is bizarre to me. I think Lidl do things you. I, I was in Lidl. <laughs> is it online, Lidl? No, it's, it's, oh. Well, it might be, but it exists oh. as a shop. I've never been in one. It's also in our realm. Okay. They have a sort realm. of a, what looks like a giant pick and mix section, but in one section <laughs> there'll be like Wellington boots. <laughs> yeah. And then in another one, like. Gilet, canvas gilet. <laughs> yeah. And there was one, 
and he had about five axes in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Big, and I mean big, the sort of axes you could take a building down with. What yeah. do you display an axe next to? It's a hard choice, isn't I it? I can't remember what was in the next section. Yeah, you've got to be careful. Yeah, I think it was uh, those milk teeth. <laughs> <laughs> and then cola bottles in the one next to them. <laughs> of course, you buy them by weight, so if you do get an axe, it will be a... Yeah. You're walking around with an axe in one of those little pink stripy bags. <laughs> Offering it round. Axe? No, thanks, no. Um, anyway... Um, Stick in my teeth. So we got to the place, and it was it's a lovely hotel. I won't name it because... Um, I can't remember what it's called. And you also, so did I have to pay? Yeah. Oh, I said well. you won't name it because we have to pay. No, no. I, anyway, so um, so he got this little. It's only like a, say, a small projector. Yeah. It's not like you know the the owner of the the guy who runs the theme park in uh, Scooby Doo. It's not no. that level. <laughs> not no. that level of project. Projection equipment, no. where he can make people actually like carry things that he's projecting. Somehow, yeah, yeah, I don't know how he does that. So um, we were sitting having the posh meal, and Boz just went and plugged the projector in in the socket, oh. and just started uh, projecting images on the ceiling. What, what were the images? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll, I'll tell you after this. <laughs> I'll just give you one little brief moment in time. At one point, there was a French man came over to talk to us about wine, and there was like an image of uh, Santa Claus just spinning round above his head on the ceiling. This is the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, so, uh, you was, uh, I was, we was, I was coming home from the uh, gig that didn't happen. Yes. At the Green Day. And uh, a guy, uh, as I was getting off, said, excuse me, but I heard you saying that you were at a jig that had been cancelled tonight. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, and I thought... Mr Fezziwick. (laughs) And I thought, yes, it was the big event of the night until you said jig. (laughs) And now that's what's going to live with me. A jig? Yeah. But now... Oh, I love him. He's like something out of a restoration comedy. Did he, did he misunderstand? Was he wearing breeches and long <laughs> knee stockings? And... Does he think it's called jig? Yeah, well, listen, many, many years ago, <laughs> I was in a band and uh, we were practising at a, a local church hall and we were very, very loud and the police were sent for by local neighbours. Right. Oh. All neighbours are local. Frank? That particular band was, I think... I think it was called Old English after the cider, which I just started drinking. I was 15. And um, the policeman arrived and he thought, he obviously thought, I'll do a bit of uh, community policing. And he said, So have you done any jigs yet? (laughs) So it is, uh, there is an underground. There's an An underground. One policeman in 1902. (laughs) And an old guy, an old guy, open bracket, my age, on the bus last night. So there's a there's a, a sort of Illuminati of, of people who say jig. I say jig, yeah. But it's a code, there, isn't it? Yeah, but is there still a chance that maybe he thought that I'd been to a jig? That he thought <laughs> you were dancing around a big wooden uh, barrel of ale and <laughs> to dip well, your hands. Well, he said to me, I said, yeah, it was Green Day, and he and he just went. Mm. Like, don't, I don't know who that is. Frank, he said jig. You're surprised he doesn't know well, who Green Day are when he says jig. Did, why did, did he... They, did he was from the past. Why he, was he even asking He wanted you to say, well, did you do any reels? Did they play Spanish ladies? <laughs> <laughs> any naval songs? I, I mean, the guy said jig. I don't even think he's up to a glimpse of stocking yet. No. Green Day. May not, maybe not. But um, it, it did, it cheered me up. <laughs> The best of Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Guess what I did yesterday? You can't. It involved Don't call King's, me that. King's Cross <laughs> Station. Yeah, what happened? Come on, well. Yeah. Um, what's that famous for? Molly knows. Molly's the assistant today. Is it something that will. Just shout it out, Molly. It 
was the regular annual Hogwarts back to school day. Yeah, it was back oh, to Hogwarts God. day. What? So Harry Potter fans, and I spoke to people who'd travelled from certainly all over the country. There might have been people who'd come further than that. Mm. Oh, yeah. And uh, you, you, you all pile into um, King's Cross, standing around... Uh, um, platform nine and three quarters, mm. yeah. And there were some people there from the Cursed Child, you know, the uh, the play in the West End. Um, I met the I met the Ron from it called uh, Tom Aldridge. The Ron, the Ron, the Ron, <laughs> um, the wrestler. Uh, yeah. Tom Aldridge, who I, I was delighted to see, is um, is a ginger. Uh. I, they don't go ginger face no. in that play. And um, well, what is it then? Sorry, it's a party at a station. Well, <laughs> what happens <laughs> on September? Of, uh, it is a party at the station. Okay. Yeah. You've really filleted the idea there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not remotely intentionally. Um, Come on, fat. I want to know about the station party. Well, the, the crux of it when it first started, it was a bunch of Harry Potter fans getting together. Mm. And I don't think I can honestly call myself Harry. I like Harry Potter, but I'm not. But my son is absolutely mad about it. So I went along with him. Um, it is very fine. I like anything to do with Jack, your brother-in-law. Well, yeah, and he, um, his association made me like it. Yes, he wrote. He wrote the stage play. Mm. My my brother-in-law. But anyway, they. Um, what used to be a bunch of fans got together because at eleven o'clock on September the 1st is when Harry Potter gets on the train to um, Hogwarts. Mm. It's actually on the... You know the board you get at King's Cross? So it goes up, 11 o'clock, Hogsmeade. And and a voice says, the uh, Hogwarts Express is leaving from platform nine and three quarters and all that. And then there's an enormous... Everyone holds their wands in the air. And then um, there's a massive... (laughs) A What's massive cheer. Don't say that. A it's a nice Harry Potter thing. You're making it awful. No, there it was a so. bunch of guys from the RMT shouting scab at the uh, <laughs> wizarding train stuff. So hang on, is there not a train? <laughs> I think it was a strike day as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, yeah. should we have even been there? <laughs> Does oh. the train not exist then? No, well, that's a long story, but it certainly wasn't at platform nine and three quarters. Oh, they never no. are. Well, there is a platform yeah. or a train. Oh. It's a bit like the receptionist <laughs> at that place I went to. It's all in the main. Yeah. They announced the uh, uh, 11 o'clock um, Oh, this train is at the, the train me. party. Yeah, and there was a massive cheer. Wands were waved. And then I went off to the toilet... And I got hopelessly lost. I was missing for 15 minutes. Now, for those those people listening at home who don't quite know the layout of King's Cross, I can vouch for the fact that the bit where they've sort of superglued a half a trolley into the wall, that is platform nine and three quarters, is... A direct line of sight from the entrance to the loo. No, no, but I couldn't go to those ones. It was full of wizards and they take ages. <laughs> you know, whizzing wizards. Is that what they call them? <laughs> 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 so you know about that time. That's <laughs> 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 full of warlocks. <laughs> so I had to go to the one in the... Um, international station, whatever it's called. International toilet? Yeah. Um, Anyway, I was missing for 15 minutes. My family were phoning me. I was describing things and they were saying, I've never seen that. I don't know where that is. You're saying, I'm near a boulangerie. (laughs) It's Bienvenue au Bruxelles. I've just seen a gendarme. In case you're new to the show, I get lost a lot. Don't worry, it's not my age. I've I've been lost, getting lost since I was a child. It is getting worse, though. But honestly, 15 minutes describing. (laughs) I can see a cat. I'm saying a big sign saying Camden Council, and cat saying, I don't know that. (laughs) I said, Well, I don't know. I've got to tell you them before you. But when I I returned. Did she say to you if I'd have heard, I said, You're dealing. 
feeling the wrong way. <laughs> Boz said to me, it was fine. Me and Elliot just been going up and down the escalators having fun. Mm. 15 yeah. minutes, Frank. I know, I know, it was distressing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like being Martin Guerre. Do you remember that? When he goes missing from the village and then comes back, is it the same bloke? We'll never know. The best of Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. We was talking eggs post mm. post Easter. Did mm-hmm. you see by the way that Subway did a Cadbury's cream egg melt? Oh no. In which you gotta look at what are those long wooden bread things called? Baguette. Yeah, like a baguette. The things that their sausages normally come on. Do you say baguette? Wooden. I'd say a cob. A nice cob. Wooden. <laughs> Not wooden. Did I say wooden? Yeah. <laughs> then I was mistaken. Thinking of clogs. I'm thinking. <laughs> He's got clogs on the, the mind. Bread, long bread things. You and, think he uh, goes into somewhere and says, Can I have half a clog, please, <laughs> my good man? Cheese and toasted clog. I haven't done it. It's a fast food area. I haven't really discovered a uh, subway. No, me neither. Anyway, um, they did uh, Cadbury's cream egg melt, which oh. was one of those um, bread long rolls. Yeah. With, like, a couple of melted Cadbury's cream eggs. Ah, straight to jail. Available oh. with, um, for one day only, Good Friday. Oh. oh the day of fast and prayer. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit disrespectful. Oh, I, God, I couldn't believe you. I quite fancy trying I, one as I well. don't like melt. No? What I'll about a tuna? You, you OK with a tuna? No, I'll tell you why. Because it, it feels like... It's an Americanism mm. that mm. people have just assumed we should automatically accept. I didn't get asked about this. It was toasty <laughs> for many years, very cosy, very yeah, British. It was the toasty. Right. Yeah. Do you want to melt? No, yeah. thank you. Yeah, I draw the line at people starting to use grilled cheese instead of toasty. I mean, at the risk of sounding uh-huh. a bit Faragean, yeah. um, I just think toasty was nice because mm. there were no pretensions. Mm. Melt sounds a bit ambitious. Okay. Also, the the toasty comes with compression and one of those great irons. Yes. Whereas a grilled cheese could, (laughs) who knows, it could just be flat on a roasting tray. And melt has now been used by the Love Islanders, of course, as part of their language, yeah. You absolute melt. Which means what? A bad man. A bad man, Frank. A stupid idiot. Negative, uh, yeah. negative setting on melt. I know. Bad man was a good way to a describe it, Pierre. Do you think it comes from um, the witch in The Wizard of Oz? I'm <laughs> melting! Do you think it's that, that's where the evil uh, thing comes where from? Where does melt come from for the bad men? No, oh, you're uh, asking oh, the wrong guy. Um, does does melt have a suggestion of um, just in case you want to use it, Frank? Is it like meltdown? Someone with a temper? No, no it's I think got it's, a it's suggestion sort of, of lame and, you're and an, you're a bit of a foolish character. A silly, oh, okay. a silly bit. So, Hold it, let me get this right. <laughs> <laughs> there are people on Love Island mm. who are being condemned for being fools. <laughs> Yes, if you can you believe absolute it. Absolute melt. Yeah. Is there a one-eyed man in this kingdom of the blind? <laughs> so Frank, give me people a condemn for being fools on Love Island. Yeah, it's um, they, they've they've got an enormous amount of planks and an enormous amount of eyes on Love Island. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they'd say it's a ship of fools, isn't it? Well, yeah, <laughs> I think that's their tagline. Isn't it? How, In the new series. How would you use it? <laughs> Your favourite ship of fools is back next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then you wouldn't know automatically what program that was going to be. You might narrow it down to about a hundred yeah. possible series. Oh, Love Island. <laughs> Lowe's Island. <laughs> the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So anyway, I, they had the top 25 yeah. um, chat-up lines. Oh, yeah, go on then, hit me, so, baby. Uh, number 19, for example, was, mm. do you know what my shirt is made of? Oh, yeah. Marriage material. Oh. So there are six that are worse than that. <laughs> Food for thought. In their opinion. I mean, can you imagine? It's unbelievable. 
I find it's usually nylon anyway. Do you know what my shirt is made of? Marriage. But what do you... Why are you telling me this? Well, I'll marry the shirt then. It's, but it's not angled at all to anything. It's just words. It's like an avant-garde chat-up line. Do you know well, what you my just shirt answer. is made I would just say, well, man-made fibres, I presume. Mm. Well, that's the other thing as well. Is that it, The risk is that people will, won't wait. Like they say things like... Uh, there's one about um, coffee, about latte. What's oh, Is your name coffee because I like you a latte, they say. Yeah. Oh. But I think the trouble is with that is you'll say to someone, is your name coffee? And they'll go, no. No. Why do you ask that? And you'll never get to your sensational punchline. Is your name coffee? No. No, go away. There was one I liked, OK? OK. I, put, I would agree with you on all of them. However, I think it might have been number three. Are you a parking ticket? Because you've got fine written all over you. Now, I'll tell you why I can work with that. Mm. Hear me out. At least they've bothered to create, to fashion a setup and right. some sort of payoff. And it sort of makes a strange sense. Plus, it allows you to leave with dignity because you're not actually. You're just making a statement. You're just being complimentary, yeah, aren't there's you? There's no follow-up question, yeah. But still, they could still jump in on, are you a parking ticket? <laughs> so, are you a parking ticket? Because if I get this over quickly, it'll be cheaper. <laughs> are you a parking ticket? Because I can sense this will end in a terrible dispute. I mean, I don't know. You, as, a, as a woman, are you, you're OK with these kind of obviously written lines from people? Yes. Because at least they're bothering these types. As, I mean, it's, be- it's better than just getting the emoji and how you'd do it. If I was a woman, I think somebody said, oh, is your name coffee? I'd say, no, my, my name is Sue because I take legal action against sexual predators. <laughs> also, if they said, is your name coffee? I mean... Also, I, Sue is a Co- real name as yeah. well. It has that effect. And if you sent that to Kofi Annan, it would be yes. a very short experience. Yes, your point. Yeah, and you can't you can't be dropping this in the bar at the UN in a certain era. Is your name Kofi? Yes. Yes. What would you? What do you want? I just sit there, mess. It's a messy. It was a messy meeting that generated a lot of these. Like, is your name yeah. Google? Because you're what I've been searching for. Do you like but that? You don't search for Google. You search with Google. No. You You'd have to say, is your name Google? Because uh, now I'd like you to help me find more no. people to say this too. In I'm a kind actually, of infinite fractal. You're of course, right, if, you appro- if you approach a slightly uh, a, a more senior lady like Emily, you might say, is your name <laughs> Ask Jeeves? Because <laughs> you're what I've been searching for. This is the best of Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, yeah, Dave Berry let it slip. Because I was, I was bragging about the fact that I get two songs of my own choice every hour, and he says, oh, I don't get to choose any. And I thought, ha-ha, <laughs> Dave Perry. I did point out, to be fair, and he is the loveliest of blokes, oh, but he, um, the he is a proper radio, you know, five mornings a week. And I'm like the Victorian gentleman amateur <laughs> who comes in on a Saturday morning, <laughs> three hours. But anyway, he um, he. Can, if there's a song on his playlist he doesn't like, he can have it removed. Oh. Is that right? And has he exerted? Well, I can't. Own? I can't tell you what they were. I'll tell you no, what. No, but has he done it? He has done it. <gasps> Oh, Barry, I need to know. Is there a sort of maximum number he can remove? (laughs) Well, I don't know. Could he just get it all down to one song? (laughs) uh, And here it comes again. No, you can't, (laughs) because the no repeat guarantee, of course. Of course. That that ridiculous. But it didn't... And they um, announced a new um, station called Absolute Now, which is just going to play new music, now older than a year old. Oh, wow. Mm. That was a lie. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> sorry, I made, I made, I made that lie? up. I just, I don't know why. I gained, um, I gained nothing from it. <laughs> Frank, it's very odd that you just lied for no reason. No, it's such I, a nev- nice I, nev- lie. I never, never lie. I think I thought that'd be great if they'd done that. I'd really have respected. No, but Frank, you can't just tell lies. <laughs> yeah. You're very, you're one of the most honest people I've ever met in my entire life. But let's, I mean, ninety-eight <laughs> percent of the blokes listening to this in Dunlop Green Flash trainers and a two. Uh, 
T-shirt. I say, well, I will be listening to that. Yeah. <laughs> and how, long, how much longer will this hangover last? So, you know, absolute now. <laughs> I thought... It's not a bad idea, is it? I think maybe you're doing that thing that sort of happened in, uh, in where like a sort of a, a spokesman for the king who can't speak for himself just says something they hope that he does. And it's <laughs> yeah. too embarrassing yes. to go back on it. So they go, yes, we will be attending. Yes, sire. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, you know, I think it speaks very well of you that because you're such a thoroughly honest person... Um, I didn't doubt that for a no, minute. No, no but I, I would have been found out. <laughs> I think you're fine. <laughs> it would have been quite an escapade for you to somehow back this up. Well, you know, I, got, I quoted a poem in an interview with a, a woman from, I think, The Telegraph, and she said you should do a poetry podcast. Mm. And the headline was something like, I'm doing a poetry podcast, uh, Skinner. And then... Um, I got contacted and saying, oh, come and do it with us by our um, our owners, Bauer. Mm. And then it happened. So that happened, not on the strength of a lie, but of an error. Yeah. An exaggeration. So, you know, these, who knows? There might be an absolute... I could be working on absolute now this time next year. <laughs> I know I'd be more at home on absolute then. Yeah. But, um, absolute radio. The best of Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Did I tell you about our KFC night? No. It was, it was Blair went round, because they've recently moved, so we went round. We're going to do it once a month. Okay. Me and my brother-in-law mm. and our two boys. Mm. And uh, we went, we got, well, we got a... You're going to do what, sorry, once a month? Get to eat KFC? KFC. We watched, we ate KFC and watched over 40 KFC adverts <laughs> on um, YouTube. <laughs> We saw nine different actors playing the Colonel and one um, vintage shot of the Colonel, the actual Colonel, walking through a park giving children chicken. Well, um, why did you watch the videos? Well, it just seemed... Um, Appropriate. We, yeah. Do, oh, so it when you're eating things... It was an organic do you, evening. Do you always theme your media around yeah. whatever dish you're eating? Not normally, but it did work well. We found ourselves... The trouble is you'd get, like, one campaign and it's then... There's one campaign and you'd get, like, eight examples of adverts on that campaign. Like, people saying, finishing a KFC and saying, oh, my God, I ate the bones! <laughs> and then someone... And then another advert of someone saying, hey, did you eat the bones? And it was like the, the, they'd brought out a fillet. Oh, And right. people were looking for the bones, and, of course, there, there never was bones. Oh. oh, I can't stress enough how much I thought going in that this was a, initially a joke, that, that, that you watched a lot of KFC. No, no. KFC. No, we oh, watched, I believe you now. We watched <laughs> over 40, and then, and then my son what said... What about when he watches those Dormio ads? My son <laughs> had to then... Uh, he said, then we're going to... Uh, let's make our own KFC, and he had us playing parts. I was the colonel with, um, with white blue tack on my chin, <laughs> saying stuff like, hi... I'm the curl. Yeah, all that stuff. It was it was a hell of an evening. <laughs> Absolute Radio. The best of Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Um, Sue Barker, if you're listening, go easy on the champagne this early in the morning. <laughs> I'm assuming she's celebrating the demise of a question of sports. <laughs> <laughs> they were nothing without me. All right, Sue, that's your fourth glass. They don't tell me <laughs> what to do. <laughs> the home life of Sue Barker there. <laughs> um, so uh, the service here is terrible. That's what she used to say at Wimbledon, apparently. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, she was rated two in the world at one point, um, Sue Barker. She told me she had a beach house in Malibu when she was 17 or something like that. What? Can I? Yeah. Oh, I quite like Malibu. Malibu. I think it was Malibu. It was somewhere where a beach house should be. Los Angeles. <laughs> well, uh, did she watch Star Wars? Oh, is Malibu wrong? <laughs> well, yeah. you initially said Malibu. Yeah. As opposed to Malibu. Mm. Okay, it should be on the mouth, should it? If you're, um, yeah. But what about the old Black Lace song? Malibu, boo, boo. Oh. I think that's just an artistic license. Okay, fair yeah. enough. I'd love an artistic license. Are they still seven and six? <laughs> <laughs> 
Jenny Foote, <laughs> our assistant producer, has got an artistic licence because yeah. we just handed out the Christmas cards and we were all disgraced. Well, I felt okay because mine were all religious themed, which raises a... me above everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but she paint, hand painted our cards this morning. Yeah. I think we should. Um, I think it would be nice to put um, yeah. at least mine, if not everyone's, yeah. on social media. Yeah. Um, my Robin. It's the bird on the card. It's not some terrible slang term I use. <laughs> no. Um, my Robin um, is holding something um, very exciting. Mm. Mm. A sentence which, if used as a trailer, <laughs> which will become a break. This will break the internet. <laughs> now, um, who wants to do that? Some people rely on that for company. Anyway, <laughs> oh, I tell you what, I've had I've had some fun this week in um, in sort of television guest appearance mode. Oh. Yes, you've been putting it about. I have, yeah. Well, I'm, well, I'm trying to help Piera. He's supporting mm. me at the Gill Good. It's true. And uh, you know, I want people to turn up because I think that this their ego is so fragile at this stage <laughs> of their careers. <laughs> So, um, yes, we are doing the Gilgood Theatre in uh, in London in the first two weeks of February. Anyway, I've been plugging that. Mm. Now, one of my favourite shows to do in the whole of television is Sunday Brunch. You yeah. love Sunday Brunch? I do. It's like a lovely gathering. You eat food, you meet nice, interesting people, and uh, it's just a pleasant experience. This week, I got told off by Tim Lovejoy. <gasps> What did you oh, do? Like For basically that, deconstructing the show. Oh, no. Yeah. What did, did, he you... did he feel that you were pulling the curtain back on the sort of magical inner workings of Sunday Well, he Brunch? actually put it, he, he said, stop being so negative, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Which, um... Oh. I thought it, I thought it was... He started off... He introduced... Um, Sorry, I'm, I'm rocking mm. currently. He introduced Archie. I'm, I'm frightened to say his name now because you'll see why in a minute. Archie, the actor yes, from um, Saltburn. Oh, right, yeah. And um, he said, and Archie, um, uh, and then he said to him, how do you pronounce your surname? I said, no, this is something I would have checked before. But oh, obviously, no. as a light, in a light-hearted way. Frank, <laughs> this is something I would have checked before. But then... In um, a light-hearted way. Maybe I didn't way. say that. Maybe I said, <laughs> did you consider checking this before? Oh, oh that's infinitely preferable. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and then I brought up... Um, find the banana, which was um, oh, no. which was a thing that they tried once when I was on. And they had a banana on set, and somebody had to. Uh, if you saw it, you had to say, oh, I don't, "I've seen the banana," and say where it is. And I think you want a key ring or something. <laughs> so he said, "We got an exciting thing." I said, "You're not bringing back um, find the find banana." There was a sense of look, oh, just God. leave us alone, Frank, you bully. <laughs> Why? Oh and the frustrating thing is when you've done it a show ten times, you get a golden um, br uh, Sunday brunch mug. I've got a silver one for five times, but I've only done it seven times. I don't think I'm going to be asked back now. Was Maybe. it? What did Tim Lovejoy say then? He just said, please stop being so negative. Yeah. Did he, did he say, I beseech you? On, on air, though, he said it. Oh, my I mean, oh I've got, I basically God. got told off. <laughs> So I'll never get me golden. My, I don't know. I mean, I'm 66. Have I got another three pluggable projects in me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. The best of Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio.